The National Desk, Conversations, America's News Now. I'm Jan Jeffcoat, and welcome to Episode 16 of the National Desk Conversations. Every weekday, we invite newsmakers onto our morning television broadcast to discuss topics everybody's talking about. On today's podcast, we look into the investigation over allegations of ballot harvesting in Georgia with Georgia's Secretary of State, Brad Raffensperger. A blockbuster report and serious claims of ballot harvesting have opened a major investigation into Georgia's elections. Joining us right now, Georgia's Secretary of State, Brad Raffensperger. Secretary Raffensperger, welcome to the National Desk. Good to have you. Good and your, morning. And your dog as well. <laughs> I just saw him in the That's corner you. there. Under Georgia law, it is illegal for any third party to pick up and drop off ballots for voters, which is known as ballot harvesting. So whether these are legitimate ballots is not the question, because regardless, you can't do it. And I've looked at some right. of these reports here. You received what I read is credible information that at least 242 people made some 5,662 ballot drop-offs during the Georgia Senate runoff elections. Now, many of those drops I read took place in the middle of the night. So talk us through this. What evidence do you have? Well, on day one, I outlawed ballot harvesting when I took office in 2019. And now, uh, credible evidence was given to us that uh, people were harvesting ballots. Ballot drop boxes were previously allowed under Georgia law, uh, and we put some guardrails on that. One of that was having 24-7 surveillance during the pandemic. Otherwise, we wouldn't even be aware of this. So information was provided to us, and they said there's a, a, a witness, a John Doe, and so we're looking at subpoenaing that person to get the information exactly what did he do, what didn't he do, who retained him, and get the whole information. So we have some information, and you know we've done a deep dive on the investigation, and we'll be digging into that to make sure that we can root out you know, absentee ballot uh, fraud wherever it occurs. Ballot harvesting is illegal in Georgia, and we will prosecute it. John Doe, the alleged whistleblower who in this report says he actually did not know what he was doing was illegal, said each person got $10 per ballot and they had to take a picture of the ballots being delivered. So are you also investigating other groups? Who is paying these individuals? Well, that's, the, we, that's why we're going to have to subpoena John Doe because that's where the information is. No one knows who that person is and we need to find that out and find out who paid him and exactly what was uh, part of this, uh, this uh, investigation. You know, what I've said from day one, you know, we're gonna follow this wherever it takes us. And, uh, you know, obviously, sometimes on the left side of the media, they like when I talk about, you know, the issues that we've had, you know, when President Trump, you know, wanted us to, you know, look at things and we looked at every single, you know, allegation that was made. But likewise, Stacey Abrams and these liberal activist groups, you know, we've been pushing back you know, against them since day one. We've outlawed ballot harvesting. We're going to get a subpoena and we're going to get the information about this and it'll be out there and we'll prosecute and send that over to the Attorney General's office. This is a serious violation if it pans out. And that's why we need that information. Following the 2020 election, there were many concerns about the outcome of the election in Georgia. You rejected those claims. Based on the information recently presented to you, do you have any concerns now regarding the outcome of the 2020 election? Well, ballot harvesting, those are still lawful ballots, but they've just been, you know, handled fraudulently with uh, the, obviously, the ballot harvesting. Many states actually allow ballot harvesting. We outlawed it because we think that the only person that should touch the ballot is the voter and the election worker, and there shouldn't be any people, any intermediaries in between. 
And that's why I pushed that in 2019 and got that put into law. Fortunately, we had the video surveillance and we had the full run of tape of everything that happened. And now we can begin you know, that process. And now we need to get a subpoena out to John Doe and then find exactly who did he work for and exactly what did he do. So do you have any concerns now regarding the outcome of the 2020 election? Well, right now we have an ongoing investigation and we'll see where it takes us. Your office has admitted that vote counting in Fulton County, where Atlanta is located, suffered from widespread mismanagement and irregularities in 2020. The state elections board took dramatic steps to put Fulton County elections in state receivership, which is kind of unheard of during today's time. Most of Fulton County's top election officials have left. What kinds of mismanagement and irregularities did you see in the 2020 elections and when did you learn about them? Well, we knew about them after the June 2020 primary. That's really when it came to four in the middle of the pandemic. I understand that many of the counties struggled, but Fulton County especially struggled. But we got a consent agreement and we ended up with a monitor there. And Carter Jones pro provided us, the state, and it's out there in the public record, a 350-page report of their dispute management up and down the line. This occurred in Florida years ago, and Governor DeSantis and Governor Scott both replaced election directors because they had the authority to do so. We've never had that. This has been going on in Fulton County since 1993. I finally got them under a consent agreement. We finally have the General Assembly pass the measures. So we have accountability. So we can begin that process of making sure they improve their act. But it's gross mismanagement, disorganization up and down the line. Carter Jones did say he didn't see any ballot stuffing or illegality, but all of that mismanagement really is a breeding ground for conspiracy theories. It needs to be fixed. What kind of mismanagement? People just not organizing. Uh, we had double scanning of ballots. When we did the 100% hand recount, that's when that got reconciled. But if we wouldn't have done the 100% hand recount, it may not have been re reconciled. It wasn't enough to overturn the results of a race. But that's the type of thing that breeds conspiracy theories. People don't have confidence in the results. They need to fix their you know, operations, and that's the process of the review panel right now. It's a bipartisan review panel, and they'll be reporting back to the state election board uh, in the January meeting. You said in a 60 Minutes interview that Georgia elections were, quote, mostly secure and fair, denying that any fraud ever took place. Is that still your position today? Well, we want to see what uh, this whole information is. Unfortunately, we didn't get the information until November. So really uh, uh, almost a year after the election. I don't know why the people were holding on to it. Why didn't they bring that to us right away so we could have done an investigation immediately? But be that as it may, uh, we got the information, we opened up an investigation, and that's what we're gonna do. We're just months away from the midterm elections, one in which you are running for re-election. How concerned are you at this point about the integrity of the upcoming election? Well, as it relates to absentee ballots, uh, first of all, voters are, by and large, uh, we've got seen, based on the municipal elections, voters are going back to their traditional forms of voting, which is really early uh, voting or election day. But we've also added, you know, safeguards. I also asked when I ran for office in 2018 to have photo ID with the absentee ballot process, and we got that in place. So now you have to send a copy of your driver's license to get your absentee ballot. And we think that shores up the confidence that people have in that. Then also the drop boxes have been moved inside, and they're available for dropping off your ballots during early voting hours. Uh, and that's based on population, one for every 100,000 voters, you know, in a county. Very quickly, does this investigation put you at odds with the governor? Does the governor, governor agree with you on this investigation that you're conducting now? 
Oh, not in least. Uh, we have the information and uh, we have subpoena powers. And so with subpoena powers, uh, we'll be getting, you know, that information out and find out who this John Doe is and, you know, finding out exactly who retained him. The governor's on board with you at this point. Well, we all want to make sure that we have open and fair elections, and that's what we fought hard for in Georgia, and make sure that we can restore confidence at all levels for all voters. Secretary Raffensperger, we appreciate your time with us this morning. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. That's episode 16 of the National Desk Conversations. Join me each weekday morning from 6 to 11 Eastern for the National Desk, America's News Now. Check your local listings or you can stream it on our website. Just go to thenationaldesk.com. Our podcast comes out twice a week with fresh newsmaker interviews. Conversation continues. Until next time, from the National Desk, I'm Jan Jeffcoat.